Well, hello there, and welcome to the My Adoption Coach podcast, where I give you the step-by-step support and guidance you need on your domestic adoption journey. My name is Amanda, and I'm an adoptive mom of two on a mission to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable, because no one should walk the domestic adoption journey alone. Welcome back, friend. I'm so glad that you've made the decision to join us today. If you haven't subscribed or followed the podcast in what Apple is calling it these days, please take a second to do so. That is the best way to ensure that you will be notified each and every time I release a new episode. And if you would take just a minute to leave a rating and review, I surely would appreciate that. It tells me what type of content you need more of, and it also helps with the podcast gods to know who to serve this podcast to. And I really would appreciate your support so that this podcast can be shared with more people that are looking to adopt. Today, we're starting to talk about the steps to self-matching your adoption. If you didn't watch last week's video, I would totally suggest that you pause this one right now. It's okay. I'll be waiting for you when you get back. But seriously, pause this one and go back and check out that one. In last week's video, I talked to you about the self-matching process overall. And I talked to you about the four phases that you break the steps down to self-matching your adoption. Now, self-matching your adoption can seem pretty overwhelming because there are a lot of steps. And that's honestly the reason why most people kind of default to an agency environment or a consultant so that they can go and find the expected parents for them and, and do all of the legwork. I'm going to teach you each of the steps, but in order to not overwhelm you, I'm going to break it into the four phases. And today's phase that we're going to focus on is becoming a family. It's the first phase. So you want to make sure and grab a pad and paper because today's, um, you know, video is really about training. It's about giving you the step by step process that you need to self match your adoption. And this is really going to be valuable for you. Before we dive in though, I want to give you just a moment of encouragement. Self matching can be really hard. It can be incredibly discouraging because you think this is not my zone of genius. This is not my area of expertise. And there is so much to do. And all of those things are true, friend. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it to you. But you can do anything you want as long as you have the right plan and support. I'm going to help give you the plan. I'm going to help support you. And then I'm going to suggest that you find other professionals in the adoption space to surround yourself for your self-matching journey. That is really the secret to saving yourself tens of thousands of dollars and not having to wait years is finding the right professionals to walk with you on your journey, but to do it under your budget and to do it with people that you really trust and know and respect and that you feel comfortable with. These adoption professionals that you're going to need to support you on your journey don't have to mean that you're going to self-match your adoption, but still spend forty dollars or $50,000 adopting. Absolutely not. You can find ways to partner with self-matching professionals that can really help you in your journey. So my moment of encouragement is you can do anything you want to, friend, in this life. Anything at all. You just have to be willing to put in a little sweat equity into it. Maybe in the case of adoption, a little tear equity into it and be able to be creative and be a self-starter. And I know you are because that's why you're here, because you're researching, because you're learning. So just know, friend, that I believe anything's possible. You just have to keep going, all right? And anytime you need some encouragement, feel free to jump on over to the Facebook group. 
Um, we have posts specifically designed on a weekly basis for encouragement uh, because I remember walking through my own journey. It was really tough and I needed someone to sometimes just shine a light ahead of me and, and show me the path and to remind me that that light wasn't a train coming at me and I could do it. Okay. All right. So now let's, <laughs> I'm sure you're ready by now to roll into the exact steps of phase one, which is becoming a family. So as with everything I do, I'm going to give you an overview of the steps, and then I'm going to give you a little bit more detail of the steps, okay? So again, phase one of the four phases within self-matching your adoption, one, becoming a family. So within phase one, there are really three main steps to sell or to becoming a family. And the first step is legal research. And friend, let me tell you, this is one of the most important steps in your self-matching journey. You will always hear me say, I'm not an attorney and I don't give legal advice, period, full stop. I'm an adoptive mom who can read and make my own judgments around uh, what I'm suspecting that this says, right? Basically reading comprehension and then go and gut check that with a professional. So back to those adoption professionals that you need in your self-matching journey an adoption lawyer in your state is an adoption professional that you must have friend. I know I've had clients from time to time that'll tell me like, well, I really want to go forward into adopting without a lawyer. Don't. Do not try to do that, friend. So step one in becoming a family is researching your the laws in your state, legal research. I'll come back and break that down in a minute. Step two is writing your adoption financial plan. I will tell you, a lot of people just default to self-matching because of finances. And I actually argue that you should work on your financial plan and then determine whether or not self-matching is the right route for you. Because maybe you'll be surprised and you think you can work yourself up to a budget where you feel comfortable using an agency or a consultant or attorneys or attorneys that match you with expected families, not just attorneys that finalize you. Um, so you just never know. So that's step two is writing your financial plan. And step three is your home study. Yes, it's step three, not step one. <laughs> Hear me say that loud and clear, my friend, because I know a lot of us, we go directly into, okay, let's just go directly to our home study and then we'll start working on our profile and then we're ready. And you're not, my friend. I have intentionally written these steps based upon my years of experience in helping others self-match and in my years of experience in adoption. And so I've been around the block long enough to learn what steps need to come in what order so that you don't waste ten, or waste typically thousands of dollars. Because if you do a home study that is not going to work in your state or it's not going to be used by your agency or by your attorney, if you're self-matching, you're just wasting money. Okay, so phase one, becoming a family, three steps, legal research, writing your adoption financial plan, and the third would be all around what? Home study approval. Okay, so let's go back and let's break them down step by step. Can you, can you see that I'm like this like logical linear type A? I, I'm sure you are too, friend. A lot of us in the adoption world totally are. Okay, legal research. So when it comes to legal research, I, you know, again, in this video, it, I could make it hours long and go through everything, but honestly, you're not gonna watch it and my voice will give out way before then. So I'm going to give you the high level view of legal research. And then if you need more detail, of course, down in the notes, you'll be able to you know, find links um, that you'll be able to get more information around each individual step. Okay, so legal research. 
The first thing you want to do when you're self-matching, make sure it's legal to self-match in your state. There are some states it is not legal. And typically how you can determine whether or not self-matching is legal in your state is look for language around advertising. If they say that they prohibit adoptive families from advertising, pretty decent chance that you also are prohibited from self-matching because you typically cannot self-match without having some form of advertisement, whether that be free or paid advertisement. By the way, it's also totally possible to adopt without paying for advertising and just using free advertising, um, but more on that in another video. So uh, when it comes to legal research, you definitely want to check out first and foremost, can you self-match in your state? The next things that you really want to pay attention to are revocation periods in your state. And um, understanding what revocation means is the amount of time that the expected parents, which become birth parents at the time of birth, have the opportunity to change their mind on their placement plans. And so you want to make sure you definitely understand that. Um, when it comes to legal research, there's several other things, again, that I could walk you through. But you really want to get a clear understanding of the legal process when it comes to adoption. Um, there are, I have a lot of other friends in this industry. Lacrice is one wonderful at understanding and explaining how to um, really teach you the adoption legal process. I mean, after all, she's an adoption lawyer. And so I think that's a really great resource as well. If you are looking to do a little bit of research on your own before you consult with professionals, make sure you jump on over to my Facebook group. And in there, I have a link to um, several of, well, all 50 actually of the state statutes um, through, a uh, through a resource that I've created. So you just go on over to my adoption coach group on Facebook um, and I can help you there. Again, I'm not a lawyer. I'm simply going to give you links and information that you can read and prepare for conversations with attorneys. And if you're looking for a guide on like, what do I actually ask an attorney in a conversation specifically around self-matching, I have a resource for you inside the course. It's called the Ultimate Guide to Self-Matching Your Adoption. Um, and I can share more about that with you in the links below. Okay, so now let's move on over to step number two, which is your adoption financial plan. Okay. Adoption financial plan. This is something that um, really, as we were going through our own adoption, was really, really helpful for me. You guys know I'm a step-by-step -step person. And so I sat down to really understand what were all of the individual things that we needed to pay for in our adoption and created like this like, master spreadsheet, if you will, and put together our entire adoption budget. And then I worked through how we were going to pay for it. Were we going to do fundraisers or loans or grants or rely on tax credits, things of that nature? And of course, you know, I have a resource for you there, um, but we do a, quite a bit of this work inside my group as well. The biggest thing that um, from an advice perspective that I would give you is to be intentional with your plan. A lot of people just assume if I just take um, the cost that the agency tells me and then I'll just pay the rest as it comes. Well, but friend, it could be that, especially if you're self-matching, your self-matching fees may be, you know, call it five or $15,000 from the legal side of things, but then your birth mother expenses, that's your real unknown. And so you're going to have to figure out a way to come up with that, those funds and have them ready to go whenever you find a match. Because most of the time, when you find a match and you're working through the legal paperwork side of things, 
you're going to have to pay for those fees pretty much overnight. So overnight, you're going to have to be prepared to pay $10,000, 20, 15, like it's just really varies so much by um, individual situation. And so what I counsel my clients on is really understanding your financial situation, what you feel comfortable to do um, and what you feel like you can do and then having a plan to work it and to get there, right? Because you don't want to be caught in a situation where you have an opportunity to, to adopt, but then you don't have the funds to get there. And I have tons of ideas and resources for you on the blog and inside the Facebook group and things that don't involve fundraisers. If that's not your jam, friend, then don't worry about that. There are tons of other opportunities to help you get to your goal. But if you do want to do fundraisers, who else to teach you how to market your fundraiser other than me? Someone that's been marketing for well over 20 years of my life, I can teach you how to create a message that's really going to help convert your audience, your, you know, your friends and family into paying for your adoption with you based upon your fundraiser activities. So if you need help with that, make sure and jump into the Facebook group um, or check out the blog. Either way, totally, totally tons and tons of resources to help you. Okay. So that was just part of becoming a waiting family. And you probably have a lot of questions. So I'd love for you to drop your questions down below uh, where you're watching this video. Or if you're listening to the podcast, jump on over to the Facebook group. I really want to know where you are in your self-matching journey and what you need help with. I create content all the time. Every week I share a new video, a new podcast, you know, lots of tips in my Facebook group. And I just really want to help you guys self-match your adoption because I don't want your adoption to cost you tens of thousands of dollars, friends, in unnecessary expenses. I'd rather your adoption expenses being limited to exactly what you need to pay in order to finalize your adoption and not a penny more. So drop a question below. Let me know where you need help and how I can help you in the next content that I create. Okay, deal? I'm here to help you. I promise. That's really my whole goal in life. Listen, I'm not leaving my corporate day job. I'm doing this because y'all fill up my heart. Helping you guys form families, that's what makes me happy in life. So please let me help you. All right. Okay, so step number three, again, in the first phase. So let's just do a quick reminder, a little quick gut check for those of you that are type A'ers like me, probably taking notes with your pencil. Phase one, becoming a family. Step one in phase one, legal research. Step two in phase one, writing your financial plan. Step three, home study. All right. I always joke that when I say home study that I should go dun 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 and my fabulous editor he always puts amazing little sound effects in here for you guys to enjoy that crack me up. Um, listen, I'm recording this in my attic by myself. I have to have a little fun, right? But your home study friend, it doesn't have to be that scary. I promise. It is totally possible to make it through your home study and actually make an amazing connection with your social worker. I know in my uh, own home study journey. Shout out to Jasmine. She was amazing. She counseled me on everything. And you guys, when I had my disruption, Jasmine was there in my text messages, showing up at my house, giving me hugs, giving me love. Like it is totally amazing that you can walk into something that you think is going to be so scary and walk out with like legitimately one of your best friends in the world. Like so amazing. So do not be scared by the home study. 
Your home study is going to consist of a couple of different steps within it. I know you're shocked. Another step-by-step within the step-by-step. But I mean, that's that's how I roll, friend. I'm telling you exactly what you need to do in order to make your adoption easier, faster, and more affordable. That's who I am. So when it comes to your adoption home study, you're going to have background checks. You're going to have references. You're going to have what I lovingly call the mountain of paperwork. <laughs> um, literally, I see this like little guy climbing up a mountain of paperwork in my brain when I talk to you guys about this. I know it's kind of cheesy, but you know, it's who I am. So you really have like an entire process to follow when it comes to the home study before you even get to the home study visit and the interview. So those are all really important milestones within the home study. I have tons of different resources where I break down, even on the YouTube channel and especially on the podcast, where I break down the home study process for you step by step. So rather than boring you with all the details on that here, I'm just going to suggest that you go check out those references or those uh, resources for you um, in the, again, the podcast and the YouTube. Did you find value in today's episode? I trust that you really did if you're working to self-match your adoption. And if understanding the step-by-step process is an area that you'd like help in, please check out the free resource down below where you can find the exact steps and I will email them to you immediately as soon as you sign up. Or if you think you might want a little bit more help in self-matching your adoption, don't forget to check out the ultimate guide to self-matching your adoption. Inside that program, I walk you through each and every step and sub-step with tons of resources. So in phase one, I share the exact questions that you need to research from a legal perspective, and I give you three pages of questions that help you prepare for an interview with an attorney so that you know what to ask, so that you're very clear on the process to determining how you can self-match in your state legally. Then in the next section, focused all around your adoption financial plan, I give you the exact Excel workbook that I use with my clients and that I used in my own adoption journey to write my adoption financial plan. And by the way, a little hidden gem in there as we focus on those hidden expenses in your adoption that can come up out of nowhere and really cost you money, as well as teaching you how to run a fundraiser profitably. And then the third resource inside the adoption, or excuse me, the ultimate guide to self-matching your adoption uh, program is really focused around understanding what questions you're going to be asked in the home study process so that you can prepare a little bit more and take some of that fear and scariness out of it. So friend, I trust that again, you found tons of value in today's episode. And if you have any other questions around self-matching your adoption, please share them below. And if you haven't checked out the other videos on self-matching, please click and learn a little bit more about that as well. All right. Remember, anything's possible with the right plan and support. And I've got your back every step of the way. I'll see you soon, friend.